Hi, I'm Jane Stahl, retired high school English teacher and director of community relations at Studio B Fine Art Gallery in Boyertown, Pennsylvania. And this is the Be Inspired podcast. My guest and I hope that in the few minutes you spend with us, you'll be surprised and delighted to meet someone new, become aware of projects going on in your neighborhood, and maybe entertain a new way to look at the world. Look, we all need to keep our spirits up in these challenging times, and I can't think of a better way to lift up our spirits than to meet interesting, passionate folks and learn about what they're doing to make life better for all of us. And so, join me now for the Be Inspired podcast. Hello, Be Inspired audience. I'm here today with some people I really just met who are um, who have established a brand new place in Gilbertsville called Crossroads. So we're here with the owner of Crossroads, and we're here with one with an associate who teaches guitar, voice, and piano at Crossroads. But Please introduce yourselves to my audience. Thank you, Jane. Uh, my name is Doug Nestler. I'm the owner and general manager of the Crossroads Guitars and Art. As mentioned, we're a brand new business, just opened the beginning of October, and we're right uh, across from the Gilbertsville Shopping Center. It's a unique arts experience store combining photography, photo, uh, art, and musical instruments and a range of other activities. How did you, are you from Boyertown? Actually, no. We moved to uh, we moved to Gilbertsville one year ago yesterday. Did you? Re- How did you get here? And what inspired the establishment of Crossroads? I am fascinated. Well, we actually lived not far from here in Red Hill, Pennsylvania, for the last yep. twenty five years. Grew up in Delaware oh, County. Oh, okay. And it was time to downsize with our children growing up and having their own children. So my wife and I relocated to a very nice home in Gilbertsville. And I had a large amount of musical gear and uh, a passion to put together something. For many years, I dreamed about creating a space that would really become the intersection of creativity and not be a traditional music store. Now, is your background in music? My background is in music and musical instrument sales. So for 43 years, I've been involved in the sales of every type of musical instrument, guitars, keyboards, amplifiers. And that brought me to this point of of being a sales representative, but I wanted to contribute more to the community, to our family, to our friends, and create a special space where all of the arts could come together. That's so exciting. So you've been in a creative field forever. Creative, yes, but kind of on the periphery. I... uh, I spent some time kicking around the Philadelphia club circuit and the South Jersey rock and roll scene and then came to the realization I wasn't going to make a living as a live musician. Okay. So I talked my way into a job at Medley Music in Bryn Mawr, PA in 1980. Wow. And that was my entry point into selling musical instruments and I found it was an enjoyable field where I could express my joy for music, and I really like to help people find the right product for the right needs. And that's for the right still reasons. what you're doing. Yes, indeed. Now, Crossroads, when I walked into that space a week or so ago, I was blown away. I mean, you. you have done, I assume, someone has done an amazing job of restoring that venue. Talk about that. Well, 
Uh, when you when you first when you first got in there to rent it, I rented the place a year ago, uh, November first, and I sat with the owner of the building and described what I thought was the vision for the place, and somewhat naively thought it wouldn't take too long to do the work, <laughs> simply right. tearing up some carpets or possibly replacing some Brady Bunch era right, right. paneling. Okay. <laughs> so I took a uh, plan up to the township officials in Douglasville and quickly was made aware that because we were making changes to the use of the building, uh, I would be required to bring the entire facility up to 2023 building codes, which meant a great deal of additional work and investment to meet ADA requirements, which we happily did. We want the space to be available to all people, inclusive. Right. And, and the bottom line is it's what you need to do. It was our choice, though, to use a top quality craftsman named Bud Chrisman, who worked week after week, month after month, creating a space with not only his carpentry skills, but his artistic skills. And when you look around the facility, you can see a lot of Bud's. Oh, we, yeah. we call it the, the house that Bud built. Oh, it's and beautiful. It, yep. it really did turn out well and made a decision early on not to spare any expense. reasonable expense to right. make the place feel comfortable and inviting uh, like your living room. You want to come in, yeah, sit down and talk. Yeah, absolutely is welcoming and inviting. And, I mean, you've got the glass and the sunshine and you it, it's really a very, Thank very you. beautiful venue. So when did you – oh, you just oh, – this is relatively new. Yes, indeed. It took a better part of 10 months to renovate – the building. Okay. It's 3,600 square feet, encompasses a front, large front room with instruments, art, a gallery room, which will have new artists coming in every month, a large space in the back with four brand new lesson rooms mm -hmm. that Evan manages all that business mm -hmm. as our director of arts programming, a performance stage. So we'll be hosting workshops, yeah. seminars, live performances, recitals, training sessions, anything goes that has to do with the really the holistic arts of any type at all. Yeah. And it, I never expected it would take 10 months. We kept pushing back the start yeah, yeah, date yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. there was so seeing, much to do. I kept coming soon, coming soon. Yeah. But we did open October 2nd, so we yeah. just completed our first full month in business. And I'd have to rate it as a success in that we've attracted some customers. Have you? We, we had a wonderful grand opening celebration Saturday before last to the parking lot party, live music, right. uh, food truck. And on that, you have some videos on your website. Yes, we do. Yes, that sir. About the grand opening. And there's a beautiful tour, virtual tour That's right. link. And I encourage my, my, my listeners to um, go to the episode notes or go to crossroads. It's actually guitarsandart. Guitarsandart.com. Dot com. So okay. the, my original concept was to just call the business Guitars and Art. So uh -huh. some years ago, I've been dreaming about this, and I bought the internet URL guitarsandart.com. Okay, okay. And that was essentially going to be the name with some input from some trusted advisors, yep. such as Evan and my daughter and others. We thought that giving the facility a name that encompassed more than just guitars and art, and I can't remember exactly who suggested the crossroads, <laughs> but it made a lot of sense because, of course, there is the musical connection to the right. Robert Johnson song, The Crossroads, but really to us, oh, and I, I might add, we're right at the crossroads of Route 100 and Route 73. Exactly. And ironically, the home that my wife and I just purchased is on Cross Road. Oh, for heaven's sake. That kind of put us over the top. But wow. And really, it, it leads to what our expression is, what we say, the crossroads is the intersection of creativity. Yes. So it's not really a reference to the song 
right. or to the highways or right. to our home. <laughs> it, it actually makes a lot of sense, but the, the actual internet website is guitarsandart.com. And if you scroll just down below the fold, you'll see a virtual tour. And it's you amazing. You can move your mouse through yeah, and yeah, walk yeah. through our building. It's great. I took the tour and, and loved it after I had been there. And uh, it's a great it's a great thing. So excellent, excellent. Are Thank your you. children involved at all? Well, yes, indeed. One of the main reasons this uh, concept came together is my son, Derek, is 30 years old. He is a phenomenal modern digital artist with wow. such skills and talents. I, as a father, I wanted to try to find a way to find, help my son find an audience for his work. Wonderful. It's difficult for young artists to find a place to hang their work, let alone get exposure. So when you walk in the front door of our facility, you're met with an explosion of Derek's talent. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. He's and featured. You had mentioned that he's going to submit some things here to uh, to our next show, Vivid. Yes, indeed. Yes, and this uh, I'll get it. This episode will air before the opening. Wonderful. So you know this is a good advertisement for Derek. Wonderful. I might yeah. add also. And your wife. My wife, uh, Alejandra. Yeah. Palenque. She grew up in South America emigrated to the States in the early 70s. We got married in 1984 and took our first and only trip to La Paz, Bolivia. And back in the 1980s, Alex, as we call her, Alejandra, was very involved with film photography. Okay. She took about 20 rolls of film, and La Paz is a spectacular city. It's 11,000 yeah. feet above sea level. It's like San Francisco in the sky, surrounded by the beautiful Andean wow. mountains. And we probably haven't looked at those photos since 1986 or 87. So we recovered, digitized, and brought back to life photographs taken 37 years ago. Wow. And they currently are on display in our gallery. And will they be part of Vivid? Yes. Okay. We're also planning on Wonderful. submitting so two we'll of ours. So we'll get a great introduction through the podcast episode, through your... Through our Very exhibit here at Studio B, that's really, really wonderful. Now you talked about having a, other artists in at Guitars and Art at Crossroads. Correct. Where? Who? Well, we we're going to start as soon as the middle of November. Uh, the concept we call a gallery takeover, and our gallery room is sizable enough that we can house photographs, uh, paintings, possibly pottery or sculpture in the future. So out of the gate, we have a phenomenal uh, rock music photographer named Jim Rinaldi. Okay. For the last 30 years, he's been taking photographs of everyone from the Rolling Stones to U2, wow. Taylor Swift, yep. Aerosmith, no Foreigner, and he's agreed to be our first gallery takeover artist, and his Wonderful. stint will begin on Black Friday and run wow. until the 14th of December. Then we have a, another local artist coming in, and that is... Kevin Lynn. Kevin Lynn, who has a unique style of painting. I'm not sure you could describe it's how... Like, it's like he takes photography and he manipulates it both digitally and then after it's printed, he, he coats it in beeswax, which he then okay, manipulates. Sure. They're really dreamy, yeah. um, they, you know, yeah. very expressive very uh, good. photos. Yeah. So. Very good. Now, Will, is the subject about music... Um, not necessarily. That, no. Okay. There's no so requirement to be about music. Okay. What we're finding, though, is that our, our, our idea of a gallery takeover would be a, roughly a three-week period. 
Yeah. And somewhere during that period, we would offer the artists the chance to do a gallery opening. Yes. If they chose, they could have wine and cheese or a charcuterie like tray. Like we do here. Live yep. music. We yep. have yep. plenty of resources for musicians. And it's a great way to cross-pollinate and have the right. friends, followers, right. and fans of these artists come into our facility ostensibly right. to visit and see their work. Right. But then they'll be exposed to Derek's artwork, our musical instruments, yes. Alex's photography. And we think it's a wonderful way for the arts community to come together. Two crossroads. Correct. Yeah, very much so. And we're fortunate right out of the gate. We've had numerous people approach us about no taking these positions. We probably haven't booked until March. No kidding. So we're looking for more artists. We'll always be entertaining people who want to come in and show us their work. Diversity and is key. It could be any, any subject, any type of product. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I'm just so excited that more art and creativity is, you know, is being nourished shall we say and have another venue for artists to display their work that's very yes. very yeah. exciting thank very you good. And, and, very good. and really it's it's a combination of a, a venue but being that i'm in the musical instrument business it also offers a great place to have a music teaching studio performance yes. and that's really where evan comes in yes now you sell Musical instruments yes. there as well. Yes, we do. We sell everything from entry-level student fractional nylon guitars, more expensive nylon guitars, ukuleles, steel string guitars, digital pianos, and we have some wonderful import and U.S.-made guitars from a company called Breedlove, okay. which is a fantastic manufacturer of guitars from Oregon. We have accessories for the guitar player. We have T-shirts. We have a nice assortment of... Merchandise. But merchandise, but it's not in a cluttered space. It's just such an open, it's, it's really beautiful. fun place to shop. And I have, I will have photographs on the article I end up writing for the Boyertown Area Expression that will showcase that. But again, on the website, guitarsandart.com, you'll be able to see the space that, um, that Doug is talking about. Very good. Very good. Thank you so much. Well, we have at we have pretty much ignored our friend here who offers music lessons. Tell us a little bit about yes. yourself. Thank you, Jane. My name is Evan Cole, uh, and I'm the Director of Arts Programming at the Crossroads Guitars and Art. Um, so I have been interacting with a lot of the artists that were booking into the gallery, um, hoping to take over from, you know, for some of the booking of um, whether it's shows, seminars, workshops, and I run the lesson program. Um, where we're currently teaching piano, guitar, voice, and ukulele. We also have some um, voice and percussion teachers who are looking to come online when we have, you know, when we have students uh, available for them. And um, my journey... Ah, uh, yes. You knew of, where it was going. Go yes, ahead. I sort of... St <laughs> I, when, I was, uh, when I was a student, I thought I'd be a movie star. Um, okay. That was my plan. But um, I studied theater in college and I did a lot of, which leads to a lot of different arts activities. And I did a lot of acting. Um, I played a lot of music, whether it was wedding bands or solo performance or playing in bands. And um, I sort of fell backwards into teaching and it's something that I've been doing for the last eight years. And okay. I'm very grateful for the opportunity to teach in this environment and with the resources. Where were you teaching prior to this? Uh, I lived in Boston. 
Um, Boston? Yes, in Boston, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yes. I love, that's my second home, Massachusetts. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, my, we can do a whole podcast about that. Yeah. <laughs> it would be cool to, to... And we can talk about how to pronounce Worcester. Yes, we, that was exactly right. Peabody. Peabody, yep. <laughs> no, you're right on the money. No notes. Um, yeah, I taught music up there, and I kind of, I, I, I figured out a way to... Are you from there? I'm So I'm from this area, and then I, I moved up there when I was... My parents moved there when I was seven years old, so I oh, pretty much good. grew up up there. Very great. But I'm from Audubon, PA. Okay. Um, okay, that's where my brother lives. Yes. Okay. I met my, my wife is from Lower Bucks, and we met in Boston, so we knew we were coming home okay. as soon as the kids arrived. Uh, I've been teaching music for eight years, okay. and um, piano, guitar, and voice, and I kind of gravitated toward early childhood education because I got into music enrichment. Uh, okay, sure. Early on in my teaching career, which is just fun, high energy, movement, dance, creative play, shakers, scarves, activities, props with little kids, which is sort of like it, it's not teaching necessarily because they don't test them. There's no expectation that they're right. going to memorize and retain stuff, but you're exposing them to music. Yeah. Um, you're, you're giving them familiarity with singing and confidence and just the fun that comes with playing music for little kids. So we're doing a Tunes for Tots class on Monday and Friday mornings at 9.30. Uh, we'd love to add more slots of that too. Um, and so we've had mothers in. We're having kids. It's $5 per child and it's just a really good time. We had a Halloween uh, a costume I Halloween bet. tunes yeah. for tots on Monday. Wow, that was wow. So you're having a good pretty time. good. It's great, and it's a it's a great way for kids to sort of if they gravitate towards music to know that early on and to kind of you know see what what they're into, but also just to have a good time. Um, awesome. Yeah, and and we currently are enrolling students. Adult. We have a lot of adult learners in the. Do lesson you program. really? We do. Yeah. So you've had a. Uh, and, um, you've had a a good response since October the second. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've we've had walk-ins. We've had people that no kidding requested. We've had friends of friends that have come in. It's been it's been really great. But we have you know we still have availability and we have um, my dream. So as a as a teacher, you know, I really want to get my students performing. I want them to take the next I was, step. I was going to ask about performance. And I want them to yeah. move away from lessons with me is how they experience music, and I want them to move into performance. So yeah. between the space that we have and the variety of instruments that we have, we have a lot of cajones. Um, there, it's like a box drum you sit on, you can play. They're great, very approachable drum for people to wow. get into percussion. And I have been, look, you know, really looking forward to using those in my piano lessons for my guitar students and to get our students playing together. That's something that I'm really looking forward to using our space for as we continue to grow the program. Fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm just, I'm just blown away. I'm blown away by the space. I'm blown away by, you know, by your vision, Thank you know, you. and your obvious passion as you sit here talking to me about what you plan to do and what you've done already. Could maybe perhaps mention some uh, serendipity sure. in how Evan and I came together. Uh, I tend to be the type of person that will just um, ready, shoot, aim, just go forth and do things, and then we'll figure out the details. So I, I really wanted That's to do this. That's how I operate, yeah. This has been on my mind for years. And yeah. you know, after having the resources, moving over here, leasing the space, building the space, 
it was late spring and I hadn't really given much thought to who actually was going to run the facility from the lesson student, lesson standpoint, building up a program. Right. I'm a, not a accomplished musician. I'm a rock and roll keyboard player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, uh, my barber, who I, my uh, guilty pleasure is to get a shave and a, a beard trim, Evan walked into the barber shop over in Green Lane and Chuck, the barber, recommended that he look me up because he knew I was building this new facility. So it was no. by pure happenstance that Evan... The universe, yeah, the universe brought helps us, us together. out. Shout I out think. to Reed's Barbershop in Greenlee. Yes. <laughs> and I think it was probably mid-May when Evan and I met and he started full-time June 1st and was involved with the build-out wow. as well as the formulation of our, our programs. I think we're doing well out of the gate, but we do have high hopes that over the next years, we will build a very robust student program. Yeah. We'll have live performances. For example, November 30th, we'll have a world acclaimed bassist, Bakithi Kumalo, who plays bass for Paul Simon for many years. Anyone who's heard the Graceland album would know what Bakithi. So Bakithi will be performing at our facility on the 30th. People are signing up online. And this is just the beginning of a range of activities in our performance space. It's a performance and multi-purpose educational space. Yeah. And again, Evan has the reach and the wherewithal to think about how do we structure a lesson program? How do we do enrichment? We're hiring teachers. We're not using contract labor. We're bringing people into our world so that they embrace the same I'd say the same mutual concepts and constructs of inclusiveness, desire for everyone to come in and make themselves enjoyable times with us. And Well, uh, I just wish you were a little closer to us <laughs> so that people could walk. I mean, they can it's walk, a walk from here to yeah. there, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, but very, 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 very exciting. Oh, we're, Thank you we are thrilled. so much for being here with us on the Be Inspired podcast. And I hope my audience just puts their phone down from listening to this episode and runs right down to Crossroads to check you guys out because it's just amazing. Thank you, Jane. We appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. And I wish you the very best. I'm sorry. Thank you for the opportunity. And we look forward to interacting with you and submitting some art for your next uh very good. Uh, exhibit from yep. both of our key artists. And uh, it's just going to be great collaborating with you and getting to know you. Yeah, well. we'll talk about other ways to collaborate because I'm sure there are things that we can do together Indeed. to enhance one another's operations. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you again. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Be Inspired podcast. If you enjoyed the Be Inspired podcast, please subscribe to be notified of new episodes. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And we welcome you to suggest people, projects, and perceptions that inspire you. What the world needs now is inspiration. Contact me, Jane Stahl, at studiobbb.org or stop by Studio B. More information? can be found in the episode notes. We are eager to meet you and learn what it is you love. This is the end of today's episode, and I hope you find your way today to be inspired.